They're coming to get you, Barbara. Gone. Gone the form of man. Rise the demon. That's again. Thank you for meeting me here again at the crossroads. I'm your host, Anthony Jerome M., and this is the nexus point of discussion where we cover creepy content, horror tales, and strange goings-on. I'm here to walk you through the horrors that send a direct chill to my spine, and while ultimately I hope you enjoy, if not, fuck you. Hey, hello, hello, hello. I want to thank you for joining me here at the crossroads. You already know who I am. I'm Anthony Jerome M. You know who you are. And if you don't, that's okay. That's fine. Life's a journey. But yeah, thank you. Thank you for joining me again here on another episode of Fuck You Hexed. I think this might be another birthday episode. I my most recent episode was released on January 9th, which was is the day of my birthday. And I'm also recording this on January 9th because I found myself having a lot of time, but also really wanting to discuss just something, almost anything, not anything, but just something that I would like to talk about. And I figured, you know what? I have the energy. I have the motivation. I have the time. And I have the desire to do so. So we're doing another episode. I am probably going to release this on my actual birthday, which is Tuesday, January 10th. But I might get a little overzealous and release it at some point tonight, January 9th. And then record another one on January 10th. I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm in a really good mindset to record. It just, I don't know. I don't know if if I'm in a good mindset or if I, I just want to. Because I haven't done it in a while, so like, why not? Um, but yeah, just real quick, before before we get into anything, I just wanted to ask a question, just because I do value, you know, I do value everyone's opinion here, but do you think this tinfoil hat goes good with this jockstrap? You know, I'm just really trying to let my ass breathe. Does it work? Should I remove it? Uh, yeah, no, you're right. It looks great. It looked, yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't know what I was thinking. It, of course, the tinfoil hat looks great. Um, but we're talking about conspiracy theories today. Um, I was actually really planning on talking about a movie called Speak No Evil, just because I had, I for some reason, this movie is the movie Speak No Evil was very, very, very heavy on my mind, and I was like, it would be really fun to go through this movie, which is a Shutter original, it would be fun to go through this movie, Speak No Evil, and point out every and which red flag that our main couple in the movie chooses to ignore. Um, I was, and watching the movie again, because I, I did just recently finish watching it, there's, there's more than a few that we could have talked about. Like, everything they ignored and how we would react or how you would want to react, that could be an entire episode on its own. Maybe it'll happen at some other point in time, but as I was watching this movie, and I am going to spoil it a little bit, so I'm going to say maybe give it, um, skip forward a minute or two if you don't want to hear anything about it, but this movie, the way it ends, it ends with our main couple, what happens is they get invited to go 
vacation with another couple that they just barely met. And the end of the story, what happens is this couple that they met, they ended up killing their own son and they kidnapped our main couple's daughter and then they killed the main couple. And this got me this got me thinking about kidnappings, missing people, and eventually I started thinking about conspiracy theories. Now, why is it exactly that I want to talk about conspiracy theories? One, it's just like everybody knows one. I think I'd, I'd like to think everybody has like a favorite. Everybody has one that's most ridiculous. Everybody has one that like they know is totally dark and that they don't want to believe. And then I would also like to think that everybody knows a conspiracy theory that at one point was seen as a conspiracy theory. But now we just simply know that as fact. Um, a couple of examples of that, um, I would say, hopefully I don't mention it later because I was planning on mentioning it later. But there's this thing called cloud seeding in which you are able to manipulate the weather to create rain. And probably about 10, 15, 20 years ago, no, I've been into conspiracy theories since I was 18 and I'm about to turn 32. We're like 12 hours away from me turning 32. So I've been into conspiracy theories since I was 18. So 14 years. I've been into this bullshit since before my niece was born. So... About 10, 15 years ago, cloud seeding or manipulating the weather was seen as total hosh posh. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, hey, this is why I don't fucking like coming over here. Every time I come over here, this guy has some fucking weird shit to say. Which, mind you, for those of us who have been into conspiracy theories for a long while, if you were into conspiracy theories about 20 years ago, that's kind of the only way you would get this information if you weren't into the shit yourself. You know, maybe you'd go to your friend's house and smoke some weed And their brother who got home from college is all of a sudden telling you, hey, man, did you know the government did X, Y, Z? And it's like, oh, that's crazy. Is your brother here? (laughs) I came to hang out with him. Uh, So, yeah, like I said, there's this thing called cloud seeding where the weather can actually be manipulated to create rain. And it... It's just incredibly crazy how, like, the government said that they couldn't do this kind of thing. You know, people here, like, at our level, we're just normal human beings. Normal people just, like, literally go to a fucking building every day and earn a paycheck. We're not really focused on whether or not the government can manipulate the weather because, like, whether or not they do, these bills still have to get paid. So, like, let me go ahead and clock in and, like, worry about the things that I need to worry about. So, like, I think being able to think about uh, conspiracy theories, even though I think that a lot of us know about them, I do think being able to involve yourself deeply in conspiracy theories, I do think that comes from either a place of privilege or your privilege to be able to do so or, like, you know, it's fantastic that you have this amount of time to focus on these things when, like, Anybody would be interested in conspiracy theories, but it's like, hey, I have kids to feed, uh, I have bills to pay, or like, I'm very passionate about eating shrimp on Friday nights and going all out. We all have our things that we like to worry about or that we have to worry about, so we don't really always have the focus for these outlandish tales. Now, they're outlandish to us because we... We do have these jobs. We do have these responsibilities. So, like, it's outlandish to us because it doesn't fit into what we've accepted is the norm. Now, 
hopefully I don't get off on too much of a tangent here, but like, let's talk about quote unquote, the norm. You know, we look at other countries and we see things like people elongating their necks or gauging their ears or even their lips. And we see it as like, not we, but like a lot of people in the West see it like as an absolutely bizarre practice. Meanwhile, people who look at the West, they look at us and think things like, wow, you really take your child to a doctor to get scraps of metal put in their mouth just so their teeth look better? Um, You really go to a job every day and work more than you're contracted to because the company says like, well, don't you want to be a team player? When like they should be asking, hey, are you cool? Like they should be more focused on you to help the company run instead of using you to your last drop of energy and you die and they replace you. So like there's a lot of things that we deem as the norm, which actually we've just simply accepted. And that's that's kind of what I'm trying to say here. Like the reason why conspiracy theories, and you're going to hear me say those two words a lot, conspiracy theories, the reason why these things do seem so outlandish is because we have, at the very least in my case for a long period of time, We've already resigned ourselves to the fact that the truth is one thing and it's what I accept or what and it's not what I accept, but what I think is the truth. That's the truth. And where does that come from? It comes from a very long line of conditioning. It comes from a very long line of like subtle programming that tells you this is what you should want. This is what you should do. This is how you should live your life. If you're not doing these things, you're kind of a failure. And so like even though. Like there are some people who there aren't they aren't married and they don't have kids and they think that they're a failure. Meanwhile, they bring joy to hundreds, if not thousands, of people on a regular basis. But meanwhile, they don't think they've made it because they they've created that massive impact. So I always just I always just found it really really interesting that what we think is the norm is literally just what we accept as the norm and anything else is usually met with contention. And I do remember when I was in high school, actually real quick, real quick, before I get into high school and more about why I want to talk about conspiracy theories, that's actually exactly what I wanted to talk about. So I live really close to a really busy street. Um, We are going to be hearing cars whiz by. We might hear police sirens or ambulance sirens. Um, And more than likely, we are going to hear the train pass by. Um, So what I started doing as of last episode is when we do hear one of those sounds, hopefully not too close together, but like when we do hear one of those sounds, it's going to be time to take a drink. So because we just heard the train pass by, it is time for a drink. Mm-mm. And then I don't know about you, but I have my headphones in and I did just hear a car whiz by. But because my drink was still in my mouth, I'm not going to take another one. That one counts for that sound too. <clears throat> so let's get back into why I wanted to talk about conspiracy theories. Now, I think conspiracy theories can be used for good. At the very least, um, when I was... When, when, when I was younger, the impact of conspiracy theories actually did more good than bad. Yeah, it did make me weird, and it did make me think a little bit differently. And I um, probably, I, I, you know, I would consider myself maybe a weird person because of how I think. 
But that's simply because when you hear conspiracy theories, you do start learning about like, oh, I didn't think that could happen. And that's simply because you're like either assuming positive intent or you just don't really know about how deep the rabbit hole goes, you know, as Morpheus says. But like I said, I definitely feel as if we all understand, though, that they're used for several reasons. And two of the main reasons being to spread misinformation, because we especially living in 2022 now, when we hear conspiracy theories about the COVID vaccine and the vaccine is being used to um, inject you with nanobites, which. Oh, OK. I mean, I got the vaccine. I plan on getting boosted. If there are nanobites there, then it is what it is. You know, I, uh, but honestly, I have a lap. I have. I have a few laptops. I have my phone. Um, the government knows what I'm doing and they know where I'm at. It, it's as simple as that. And honestly, I could simply wake up thinking about something like Tillamook cheese and I'm going to receive ads about Tillamook cheese on my phone. So like they know where I'm, they know where I am. They know what I'm thinking and they know what I want. So it's like if they are injecting nanobites, I hope it's the good ones, you know? So like I said, we, we, we know that conspiracy theories are used to spread misinformation and they're used as a way to discredit people who question the government, who question corporations and who question the military. Now, I did read somewhere that the term conspiracy theorist was created to do just that, to sort of be used as a weapon against people who are thinking a little bit more critically of the government than most people do. And this brings me to a point in high school where I do remember these boys, these other high school boys I went to school with, they were discussing conspiracy theories. And when I look back on all the amount of times that I said stuff like, the government wouldn't do that, the government's here for the people, I fucking cringe. Like, I'm black, I'm Mexican, at the time I didn't know I was gay, or at the time I didn't accept I was gay, but... Having those three things be a part of my identity, I should have known a lot sooner than I actually did. Things like the government is not here for the interest of the people. And I personally am thankful that I have that sort of framing of the world because because the government is going to do what's good for the people in the government. And then the rest trickles down to the people of the country like hey if something's good for us we're definitely going to do it and if you guys feel positive results as an effect of that hey well then you know so be it it's i i think like i i can't remember but i think abraham lincoln has a quote yeah i think abraham lincoln has a quote saying something like i never wanted to free the slaves it was just what i needed to do in order to do xyz which makes absolute fucking sense. Like his goal wasn't freeing the slaves. It wasn't giving personhood to people. It was serving the best interest of the country. And I just heard a car was, there's the train. (laughs) So yeah, I just look back and I cringe and all the times I, I literally out loud said like the government wouldn't do that. And So we're going to get into it now and more into it anyway. So because of these people who I would hear talk about conspiracy theories and me just totally not accepting of anything that they're saying, because 
you know, a 15 year old in high school, me knows absolutely everything. And if I think you're wrong, then you're wrong. Right. I was put onto a book by uh, Milton. Is it Milton William Cooper? Yes. So I was put onto a book by Milton William Cooper called um, Behold the Pale Horse. Now, in this book, it talks about things like aliens and the Illuminati, the Kennedy assassination, the origins of HIV and AIDS, which was which is purported to have been created to decrease the populations of black people, Hispanic people, and homosexuals. And I don't remember much of this book now, but I do remember that this book is somewhat of a fundamental building block in how I perceive the world. Um, And so, yeah, what we're going to do here is we're going to get into a couple of conspiracy theories that um, some of the things that we've all heard of, some some of them are just fun. Some of them are the darkest conspiracy theories. The darkest conspiracy theory I heard of, and a couple of my own here that I that I have. It might not really be a conspiracy theory and more just of a a, a woo woo kind of thought, but we will get into that. So I'd like to start off with, ooh, okay. I don't know how much I can keep this. How much longer I can keep this up? But just heard a car whiz by. I'm taking a drink. Uh, next car that whizzes by. Next two cars. I'm definitely skipping. Okay, so one of the two of the first things that I like to talk about when I was in college fucking 14 years ago, I was told by someone that I should look up a movie or video on YouTube called Zeitgeist or and or another one called Loose Change. Now, Loose Change was a video about um, what happened in the United States on 9-11 and it was this whole breakdown about how, <laughs> uh, like, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Uh, talked about the owner of the World Trade Center uh, having taken out a massive insurance policy on the buildings. And even though he was scheduled for meetings on September 11th, he didn't show up to the building. So he was 100% safe from whatever happened there. Um, there's also another video. Well, the video, another video, the other video I'm talking about, Zeitgeist, which... Um, a, a little bit of a self-report here, but between the ages of like 15 and 25, I had absolutely zero interest in being a good person. I put absolutely zero effort into being a good person. Um, I'm at the point now where I can call myself a good person, but I'm also at the point now where I know I'm not a, a no, no, I, I consider myself a good person, but I'm not a nice person. However, this what I, this video put a lot of things into perspective for me, zeitgeist, about just how much corruption and evil there actually is in the world. And maybe it's not evil. Maybe it's just simply my perception of evil. evil. Um, but I, I, I do think um, like when you wake up and you're an oil tycoon and you decide that in order to make a buck, you want to allow the complete transformation of the atmosphere to a point where it's going to be unlivable for most, if not everyone. I, I, I do think that is kind of evil. And so this video zeitgeist put a lot of things into perspective for me that like, wow, shit's really evil out here. And because of that, I started putting an effort into becoming more of a good person. It's a struggle every day. It's um, 
So yeah, like I'm saying, shit's shit's evil out here, and that because of that video, I was like, you know what, things need to change. So now let's get into the conspiracy theories that I wanted to talk about with you all here. And I'm gonna start off. This should be the shortest segment, but what the fuck do I know? Um, the the ones we've all heard before. So I'm gonna start off with that. So car whiz by. I'll drink to that. All right. Okay. So I think one of the things that we've all heard before is there are cures to most, if not all of the world's sickness and disease, but there's no money in cures. All the money is in treatment, which I really didn't want to believe this one, but like the more advanced we get as just the more advanced we get and the more things that we're able to do, I... I like I refuse to believe that there isn't someone out there who hasn't found a cure to the common cold or cancer or HIV or all you know like uh this all the different kinds of cancer HIV even you know just just so just so so many things like I I do think the cures have been found I do think they're out there But I do think because the government or there are powers that are such larger entities that stand to lose money or their entire way of making money, they're able to suppress that. And I the reason the reason why I think we're advanced is because like with in vitro fertilization, you're able to determine the gender of your baby. You can determine their hair texture. Is it curly? Is it straight? Um, Even their eye color. So I just because like we are able to do that as humans, I kind of just don't believe that like you can't make my body work better. Like I just I I I don't know. I I I'm not here. I'm not here to I'm not you can't make me believe that. Like you oh, we're so limited, but like hey, do you want your baby to have pink eyes? Like we can do that. No, it it does it doesn't work for me. I don't believe you. Um some of the other ones that we may have heard um uh, birds aren't real. Most, if not every dinosaur that has not been found intact was put together incorrectly because like, who the fuck knows? Like your computer can't tell me how a dinosaur should look when like this computer doesn't know how dinosaurs look. Like it was made by people who don't know how dinosaurs look like you. you nah, you can't do it. So uh, also another one, the Illuminati Um, which I used to find funny because like, how are you over here telling me about the name dealings and like the supposedly in and outs of a, of a secret organization? Um, now I will say, I kind of believe either way that the Illuminati is just like purely a distraction or like mostly a distraction or at the very least they're like the entry level secret organization. Like, because I, 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 I do believe, you know, the, 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 the main word in secret organization is, is, is secret. And like we all know, like we all know about you. So like how, how good are you doing your job here? But I do think that we were given the Illuminati so we can be thrown off the trail of like these actual other secret organizations that exist. Uh, Because like, you mean to tell me that the world's richest people don't meet? There's the Bilderberg group, which we're not talking about, but like there's, 
the people who, who we don't even know about who own percentages of countries like do you could you even possibly wrap your head around that what that means to own a percentage of a country i personally can't like that's just a like i couldn't imagine having 50 million dollars no matter how much i would love it no matter how much i want it but like owning parts of a country and it's actually yours unfathomable to me so I know I just said that like I used to find the Illuminati funny, but let me tell you a story here. And this is a this is a little bit of a sidebar. The drinks I ha- are are they're hitting. But I'm gonna I'm not gonna say any details here because I am gonna be talking about someone's mental health to a degree. But the story isn't fully about them. It's just what I experienced while I was with them during this time. So about 13 years ago, 12 years ago, when I was in college, um, I had to stop going to college. Long story. We're not getting into that. But one of my friends had invited me over to their apartment to stay for the weekend. It was, you know, school had just started back up. They got their own apartment now. They wanted me to hang out because that's when all the pool parties were happening. Um, she had it, you know, she had invited her gay friend over and like, it was a little like wink, wink, nudge, nudge, like, hey, like, come hook up with my friend. It, like, if all else fails, like, you and my friend will probably hit it off kind of thing. But so I went to go visit her and I noticed that her behavior wasn't something that I was used to or something that I was familiar with. And she had mentioned uh, mental health struggles while we knew each other, while we were uh, living in the dorms, while we were getting to know each other, when we when we became friends And also during this time, like it was college, like we were drinking, smoking weed, things like that. And her parents had found out. And her parents told her like, hey, if you don't do any drugs anymore, we have nothing to discuss. Everything that that you think we want to talk to you about is completely forgiven. And she was like, you know what? Okay, for sure. However, what she also did because she agreed to no drugs is she was no longer taking the medication that allowed her to keep her like mental health in check. And so by the time that I had gotten to her, um, she was a couple of weeks off her meds. Uh, she, she was seeing things. She was hearing things. Um, there was a period of time where I was simply just in the spare bedroom by myself on my laptop reading because I was trying to figure out, what are like um, she had told me what her diagnosis was so I was looking up okay what does this mean Um, how should I how should I proceed and so I was literally just laying in the bed in the spare room reading and she was like where is it tell me like she busts in the room looking really suspicious very Cheshire cat she's like come on I know you have it in here let me know where it's at just tell me now and I'm like what are you talking about and she's like well, I heard a cat in here. Where's Where's the cat? I want to play with it. And literally, as I'm trying to look up how I interact with a person like this, uh, before I even get the chance to read it, she comes in and I don't know how to how to interact with a person like this. And so I'm like, no, um, there's there's no cat here. And so I see her face turns incredibly disappointed and I'm like, wow, I might have really fucked up here. 
I, I, I don't know what just happened. And so a few hours pass and her roommate or her gay friend who was also visiting makes dinner. And so we're all sitting at the table and we're eating dinner and she starts saying things like, you know what, I'm just really worried that they're going to come after me. And I was like, who, who do you think is going to come after you? And she like whispered because she was, I can, what I recall now is I do feel she was actually terrified. She's like, well, the Illuminati. And my thought was like, why do you think the Illuminati is coming after you? Like you're, like you're just, you're just some girl here in college. Like I, 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 I think they do have bigger fish to fry. And she was like, no, like I, I looked into them. Like I, I, I think, I think they're after me. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, like, no, they're not after you. Like, you're small potatoes. Like, they, they have, like, heads of state and, like, heads of corporations to worry about. Like, you're fine. Like, even if you did look up to, like, even if you did look into them, like, you're, you're, you're totally fine. Um, now, what I didn't know and what had happened probably 30 seconds after I had said that, her father showed up. Um, I didn't know that what was happening with her was so bad that her father had to come in from out of state to sort of like figure out what's going on and figure out what are the best next steps to take. Like, are they going to withdraw her from school? Are they going to take her to back out of state? Or are they just going to be able to say like, hey, take your medication. This isn't what I meant by say- this isn't what I meant by saying take no drugs. Like you still need to take these meds. Um, he was basically there to assess the situation. And so, like, he gets there, um, he talks to, he, you know, he talks to his daughter in private for a few minutes, and then he's like, hey, let's go get milkshakes. Who wants milkshakes? And I was like, oh, um, okay. Well, because I had thought, like, if he's going to talk to his daughter, who had experienced some of the behavior that I've never seen before, that cr- quite honestly, it didn't freak me out because of her behavior. It's just like, what if she's right? What if she's true? What if she's being honest? I've never known her to be like this, but also she she seemed as if she was speaking just straight up honestly. I had no reason to believe like, you know, when someone tells you something crazy and you're like, oh, you know what? Like, I can tell maybe you're going through addiction issues. Uh, I can tell that's probably your struggle right now. Like, I wasn't able to tell that this is something that she may have been going through. So like, I thought she was fine and I thought she was just very, very, very scared. And so we go out to we go out to get milkshakes, and this is where we we're at the actual restaurant just having a milkshake, and this is where she mentions again how, like, I just I just think that like if I don't get out of here, the Illuminati the Illuminati is gonna find me, and then like I I won't be able to say anything else, and this is when I try to reassure her again, and I don't know if this is the correct thing, and I'm like, hey like, hey like I said like you're nobody. Uh, they they have, they want nothing to do with you like they have other people to worry about like you you know don't worry about it which i was 19 at the time like that's that's not something you tell someone who's like mentally ill but the whole point of the story is to tell you we finish our milkshakes we get all into her dad's car and we are driving out of the parking lot now everyone in the car there's four of us Everyone in the car is distracted by something to their left. 
and I'm on the right side. So everyone is distracted by something to their left. It was like fireworks or some bright display of light or something like that. It was whatever. But I look to my right for whatever reason. And I see this woman doing Illuminati hand symbols, like covering up her eye, doing the triangle, all of that kind of stuff, looking directly at the car that all of us are in. And so like to this day, I do not know what the fuck happened there. <laughs> I don't know if she was rightfully scared. I don't know if this was just one of the biggest coincidences that I will ever experience in my life. But since that day, 12, 13 years ago, as silly as I may think the Illuminati is, there is something about it that does terrify me because of that experience. So, uh, back, <laughs> back to what I was saying about the conspiracy theories that I all that, that I think we all know about. The Illuminati was one of them. Um, let's see, what else do we have here? Um, lizard people run the government slash the world. And they're like, there's a few variations of what people mean when they say lizard people. And that could be like reptilians from another planet or another dimension. Uh, there's another variation that says they are a species that are actually older than humans and that were here on Earth before humans were. And were driven underground under the media, driven underground after the meteor that killed the dinosaurs um, did what it did. Um, there's also an anti-Semitic variation, which lizard people means Jewish people, and I'm not gonna lie, um, and I'm not gonna lie. I'm not really smart enough to understand how that works. Like I know people do it, and I know people say that kind of shit in reference to Jewish people, but like as far as I know what they're like low key, not low key trying to say is that these people are like cold blooded snakes. Like, don't quote me on that. But I just I, I do know, like when people say like, oh, lizards are running the world. It It, it is like an um, it's an anti-Semitic thought. It's an anti-Semitic way of thinking. Um, so, yeah. And then another one of the one of the final things that I have here for things that I think we've all heard about are Stargates. Um, have you ever seen any of the Stargate movies or the TV shows? It's literally a portal to another planet, world, or dimension. And supposedly the war in Iraq, uh, which George W. Bush said, like, they have weapons of mass destruction. According to, like, these conspiracy theorists, the, the weapon was a Stargate. So, like, we may not know all about that, but, like, it's it's kind of a fun one. Uh, starting war and killing people definitely not fun, but I do find it interesting. Like if this war was started over this like intergalactic travel mechanism, it's like you know if you were to tell people that this kind of thing exists in twenty years, somebody who can make something better will pop up. Literally, all you need to let them know is that they can achieve it, and they will go ahead and make something better. Lit like like. You have people in the most impoverished of towns, villages, what have you, being able to create some of the most magnificent creations of innovation simply because they know that they can. So, like, if you told people that this technology exists, like, you're quickly going to have a population who, like, understands it, wants to learn it, and can make it better. But that's, that's just um, 
my thought on that. So now, what I want to get into. I want to get into what I believe are some of the like fun conspiracy theories. Uh, now, this one isn't necessarily fun, but it is so silly that I just like, uh, I'm not putting any stock in this. Um, but yeah, I don't even want to say who she is, but somebody had introduced me to a documentary called 12,000 Mules, which supposedly talks about how Donald Trump is what's called a white cap. And a white cap is a billionaire who is secretly in cahoots with other billionaires to try to get the world's affairs in order for the benefit of mankind. And... There's nothing you can do or say aside from threaten me to make me think that Donald Trump was ever trying to make the world better for the people. And maybe people like him, but not people like us who live paycheck to paycheck. I, uh, I, 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 I don't believe you. I'm sorry. Yeah. And like, I, I'm also of, I'm also of the belief that like there is, um, there is no such thing as a good billionaire. There's there's no reason to be like there are so many problems that you can solve on in this planet, like and you can still be rich, like extra cheese on your burger every day, and you don't have to hoard that massive amount of wealth. So I, twelve thousand mules. It's on YouTube. I'm never gonna watch it, but you know. Maybe one of you will, and you'll get something from it, but I know I won't. Um, another one of the fun ones, um, and I just, another one of the fun ones is uh, lotteries are traps for time travelers, because who could ever determine such a random amount, a random sequence of numbers, and not know what it is beforehand? And that, for me, that's something that's really fun to think about, because what if that's true? And the government knows that time travelers exist. And like, you know, somebody wins the lottery and all of a sudden here comes the FBI and they're like, so like you can either admit you're a time traveler or we're going to make you admit it. But like, there's absolutely no way you could have guessed this sequence of numbers. So like the choice is yours. The ball's in your court. But like, please understand, these are my nets and this is my court. So like, it doesn't really matter where the ball is. Like you still belong to us. Um, now I will say... As fun as it is to think about, we have such a such a rich history of people who won the lottery completely. Dis Car was by. I'm going to take a drink. What I was saying was, <clears throat> we have such an extensive history of people who won the lottery, and their lives going to absolute shambles after they won the lottery. Like, they spend it really quick, they give it to friends, they want to look like big shots, they um, get wrapped up in very, like, bad investments, and they end up almost in a worse position than they were before they started. So, I think if we didn't have that extensive history, I mean, it could totally be fabricated by the government. Sure, but, actually, hold up, I'm having a whole, if the government did put lotteries in place to catch time travelers who wanted to make a better life for themselves in the past well then why wouldn't the government make it seem as if winning the lottery was 
not the greatest thing that can happen to you. Like we recently saw that person, right, who won, I think, uh, like 1.4 billion or uh, something crazy like that, and they ended up with 400 million after after taxes and all that. Just something ridiculous like that. Hmm. Um. Okay. I guess what I'm saying is now, where are the lottery winners with a good ending? Maybe are, are are those the people who just like actually did ran- randomly win the lottery because shit's fucking random out here and it's bound to happen. Interest. Interesting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I'm over here thinking shit. Um, another one is like, uh, the world ended in 20 in, in the year 2000. Uh, I'm not going to get into that. I think that's a very fun conspiracy theory. So go ahead and look into that. The world ended in the year 2000. Um, it's very, very, very fun. I'm not going to get into it further here. But what I am going to get into now is I want to talk about the darkest conspiracy theory that I have in my mind at the time. And that is the conspiracy theory of missing children on um, So how you, you know how in most Walmarts if you have them in your country or where you're at. When you walk in or as you're about to walk out, there is a wall of missing children. Now, this next conspiracy theory comes from a TikTok that I had seen not too long ago where somebody was speaking about there was a a young 14-year-old girl. She had walked into Walmart with her friend and they just wanted to be in and out real quick the friend had to go find something near the front of the store and the person who we're talking about had to go find something near the end of the store. Now the friend who had to go to the end of the store, you know, she went to go find her belong, well, find what she wanted. And she was met with someone with a Walmart, uh, the store vest who said, Hey, smell this. And she had one of those perfume things. Like when you go try out a new cologne or a new perfume, the, the person at the counter will spray the cologne or perfume on this piece of paper. That way you can smell what the perfume or cologne looks smells like. Like not on your skin, not mixed with how you smell. Just here's what it is. So the employee came up to this person and said, hey, smell this. And immediately after smelling what the employee told her to smell, immediately started feeling sleepy, started feeling drowsy. And just started feeling like what was about to happen wasn't going to be good. So the story starts off with this person. Actually, it was in uh, Houston, Texas or Dallas. I forget. Um, This person shows up to a hospital in Houston or Dallas. Hands were, uh, they had these markings on their wrist and around her mouth where it was like, okay, you were clearly bound for some point of time. And this person went on to highlight about how they were kidnapped at Walmart. They were in a facility and everybody who was in the facility trapped along with her, uh, a bunch of employees came in, wrapped their head in a bag so they couldn't see where they were going next. And then they were all caroused to a singular location. <clears throat> Excuse me. And eventually put on a train. I don't exactly remember the details of how this person escaped. And honestly, this story does sound more like a creepypasta than it actually does 
uh, maybe something that happened, but it does sound like a creepypasta created out of the fact that so many people do go missing each year. And this person goes on to highlight how they went to the exact Walmart where the person claims that she went missing. And when they went into the store, what immediately caught her eye was the wall of missing children. And all of these missing children, and not all of them, but a, 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 a big chunk of the people that she saw missing were people that she was trapped with. So this goes into the conspiracy theory that everyone that you see who's missing on those walls at the store are actually up for auction. And for me, that's one of the most horrifying conspiracy theories that I've ever heard of, because who are we to know if that's true? We want to believe it's fake because that would align more with our interests, because we don't want to believe that sort of evil actually does exist in this world. We don't want to believe that you can simply go into a Walmart where you can buy condoms, chicken nuggets, and motor oil. We don't want to believe that's where somebody is possibly getting kidnapped and then trafficked off to the highest bidder. We don't want to believe that. So I understand why this does sound like it could be a thing, but ultimately this does sound like a story that was made up in response to how many people do go missing. But I'm about to be 32 years old. Most of you listening are are either my age or younger. Like we want we want to believe that. We want to believe that this is not happening at our local grocery mart. And so I just find it incredibly interesting because what if it is? And we hear so many stories um, there's another story I heard about um, human dolls, which are people who are sold into sex trafficking and they have their limbs cut off. So that way they can be the plaything of whoever bought them from the auction. And for me, it's just scary to think about because we know how many, well, not that we know the exact number, but we know hundreds of thousands of people go missing each year. We know thousands of people go missing in our national parks so we want to assume oh it was probably an animal or they probably you know nature got them but like when it comes to somebody getting kidnapped kidnapped at a store and like we know what could happen too like we know they they can be trapped in someone's basement for six months so like who's to say these people aren't being sold and auctioned off or auctioned off and we, we like we don't we we don't know and we don't want to know but I do think there is something sinister going on with the amount of people who go missing and are never seen without a trace. All right. So that was the darkest conspiracy theory that I did come across. I know there's worse out there, but this is this is this is one of the worst that I found. And it's one of the worst that like is on my mind at this point in time. But what I do want to do now is I want to go into the conspiracy theories that I actually um, they're not necessarily like my own conspiracy theories, but they are things that I do believe are happening. And here's the first one. I believe that the past, the present, and the future are all happening at the exact same time. One of the best examples of someone who embodies this is Dr. Manhattan from The Watchmen. As, oh, hold up. 
Car passed by, taking a drink. So Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan is known for being a being that is experiencing his past, present, and future all at the same time. And I do believe to a degree, every single person that walks this planet, if they're not an NPC, they are also experiencing their past, present, and future at the same time. If not always, definitely sometimes. And I do love the joke, like time is a flat circle, ha 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 ha. But let's, let's think about that just a little bit. Let's think about that just a little bit more. Right now, I'm sitting here recording recording this podcast. And I can tell you that future me, there is a future version of me who's eating Chinese food. There is a future version of me who's eating shrimp. There is a future version of me who is celebrating a win at work because I put in hard work. And of course, this is going to be the result. I win. Now, as I say that, I can also tell you because I know for a fact, there's a past version of me who's out there crying for no reason. Uh, Not no reason, but like just crying because of the things that he's gone through. And even back then when I was crying over things that I've gone through, I was still able to conceptualize that there is a future version of me who does not feel as strongly about these feelings that I feel right now. And of course, because those feelings already happened, that's the only reason why I'm able to say, oh, there's a past version of me who's experiencing X, Y, Z. But because of this, because I do believe the past, present, and future are happening all at the exact same time, I do believe that in certain instances, the voice in your head, um, the voice in your head, your inner monologue, your, your conscious, your subconscious, I do believe that may actually be your future self. And like, I do believe that may actually be your future self. Now, the messaging is different in like, even for individuals, the messaging is going to be different in a lot of different cases. Like maybe it's a, maybe it's just a a gut feeling. I feel like that may come from your future self. Like, hey, hey, like, um, like, don't like, don't do that. Um, It could be a gut feeling. Um, It could be you feeling a quote unquote bad vibe when you don't know why you should be feeling a bad vibe. Um, Or even I think the messaging from your future self even comes in cases where like before you even know what you're doing, you immediately start doing the opposite of what you were doing. Like, let's say you start reaching towards something and before you even know what you're doing, you start doing the opposite. Like, nope, I'm not going to reach towards that. Like, how about we not? And I do believe there is a little bit of weight into when we tell ourselves like, uh, let's not do that. Or how about we don't? I, I, I do think a version of yourself is possibly talking to yourself, like saying, mm, you don't, like, don't go down that road. I uh, don't don't do that. I, I because I believe time is a flat circle and everything is happening everywhere all at once. I do think at certain points in times we do get access to either our past self where we can impart knowledge on them or our future self where they can impart knowledge on us in the present day. But this is totally woo woo. This is totally fucking like, Hey, cool. Like, Hey, we're, um, so like, can I get your, can I get the number of your shroom guy? Like, I, I, I totally know it sounds weird, but it's just, it's something that I believe in. I'm only 32. This planet is millions of years old. This universe is billions of years old to say that I even know 1% of what's going on. 
I'm literally sucking my own dick. <laughs> like, it, it, it does nothing to placate my own ego. Like, uh, to say I know 1% of what's going on, that's, uh, like I said, uh, I'm totally just jerking myself off with my mouth open, just waiting to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the other conspiracy theory that I do hold true to myself is, I believe that when we dream, we are entering other realities. Now, for example, I do believe we enter realities where, like, Jason is the villain of the Halloween franchise and not Michael Myers. Or maybe it's a reality where hyenas are seen as house cats and house cats are seen as these desert beasts that shouldn't be given a chance. Um, maybe, like, hyenas are treated as house cats. I believe, like, we can enter alternate versions of our own lifetimes where we see things that would have happened if things would have worked out differently, if we would have made different choices. I, just me personally, I can't be convinced otherwise, just based on like the number of weird dreams that I've had on my own. Um, we all have dreams where it's like, oh, I had a dream and I was in the Harry Potter world and, and, and shit was cool. Yeah, but have you ever had a dream where you had, you were living life as yourself, but your circumstances were totally different? And as the dream went on, you started remembering Things like inside jokes or the preferences of your partner at this time, the partner which you've never met, don't know, and only know because this dream is happening. I, I, I do think when we dream, I think we're traveling. And I do believe that like when you go to sleep and you wake up tired, drink time, I believe when you go to sleep and you wake up tired, I, I believe it, you were doing things while you were asleep. And so you couldn't possibly be rested. But yes, this does bring a close to what may be the s second out of two birthday episodes. It might be the second out of three birthday episodes, but we were talking about conspiracy theories here, and I just think that there's a lot to discuss here. I think as a human, as a human who's barely been on this earth, if you want to try to tell anybody what's what, I do think you need to reevaluate re a little bit. Because you don't know everything that's going on on this planet. You don't know everything that happens on this earth. And you don't even know a fraction of the weird phenomena that could happen. We know chance. We know probability. We know uh, crazy things can happen. But we don't know the extent to which how crazy those things can go. And that's kind of why like conspiracy theories just always felt so interesting to me, because at the very least, it allows you to think at the very least, it's a thought exercise. It allows you to think in ways that you would not have would not have allowed yourself if you simply believed everything was exactly as you thought it was. So that's where I'm going to wrap up today's episode. Um, conspiracy theories. I'd love to hear yours if you have your own. Um, I would love to know what uh, conspiracy theory really bakes your fucking noodle because everybody has one that I think everyone else is like, whoa, you think that? And I live for that shit. So. So, yeah. Goodbye. Anthony Jerome M. Hi, I'm everybody. You've been listening to Fuck You Hexed, and I hope you enjoy the remainder of your days. Bye.
They're coming to get you, Barbara. Gone. Gone the form of man. Rise the demon. Etrigan.